Hello and welcome back to the Just Hoops podcast. Um, it's been a little while again before uh, since our last podcast. Uh, it's gonna this this actually should be the start of more consistent podcasts because I'm done after this week with basketball, so my my schedule will be a little bit more flexible to fit around Jacobs. Um, so this from now on, fingers crossed, uh, we should be getting more consistent podcasts uh, on consistent days we could figure out whatever day that is we don't have that set in stone yet but we're back um our last podcast we talked about the trade deadline a little bit and uh today um well the trade deadline has passed obviously and today we're gonna just kind of do a little um uh i was gonna try to be creative there but never mind um, a little pre All Star break. In? You want me to step down. in? I was I was gonna say like pre Christmas break school type feeling, you know, like the halfway. It's not really the halfway point though. I'd like say that's it's more spring thing. break. Spring break. Spring break. Okay, there we go. That's good. Spring break before pre spring break breakdown of the NBA. But Jacob, how you doing? I am great. I'm living the dream. Uh, ACC basketball is pretty fun. Uh, it's hard to win, but uh, life is good. Life is good. How are you? Oh, I'm lovely, lovely. Um, nothing really new going on last week of basketball. So, been really tuned into Suns basketball. I've been watching uh, since All Star break. I've watched a few other teams. Um, have you uh, starting to expand my horizons a little bit? Have you watched much of your uh, your hometown Cleveland Cavaliers? I can't with the thing. Well, I, I want to start watching like the like synergy playbacks, but I okay. I think that this is my opinion on the Cavs from not watching a game, just seeing stats, is that they're a good team, but they're not getting out of the first round because Ooh. because statistically speaking, this we'll just get right into it. Statistically speaking, they the last I saw this was I think a week ago. They they were twenty three and two against teams below five hundred, and that so that left them with like an eleven and fourteen or eleven and sixteen record at that time with teams above five hundred. Okay, so could I? Give their record numbers? is their their schedule. Their schedule is just kind of lackluster, which is unfortunate. But I don't think once they play a good team, I don't. I think that they struggle. I think that they they just take care of business when they're supposed to. So. I'm going to just give numbers, not an opinion. Since the new year, they're 17-3 and three with the fourth best offense at a 121.8 offensive rating, the best defense at a 106.7 defensive rating, and a if you want to go last two weeks, they're plus 13 with a 122 offensive rating, a 109 defensive rating. Like, I... They're sitting at second in the East. I don't know. Like, you got to be impressed with what they're doing. Yeah, I'm, they just lost. I'm not three. trying to. I'm not trying to discredit what they're doing. That's just the stats that I saw. And I'm like, you know what? I went through their schedule. They played the Wizards like four times in a month. They played the Spurs twice. They played the Grizzlies. Like the, the like. It's just. It hasn't been high level, competition. Um. 
the Bucks three times, but the Bucks have been struggling. The Clippers win was impressive. That was an impressive win against the Clippers. They beat um, Atlanta, Orlando, Mo- uh, Milwaukee. I just Milwaukee Milwaukee wins don't impress me that much because I just don't. I think they've been struggling since the New Year. They beat Sac. Mm-hmm. Beat the Raptors tonight on ESPN. That's just, I look through there. Got another one with Chicago. I don't know. That's that's <clears throat> not that hard game though. That's a I game just, you should win. I think to to use your point, just the other way to view it is like, how many teams struggle handling their handling their business? You that's know? that's the impressive part of it, but at the same time, like. And they they weren't healthy before the new year. They weren't. Yeah, no, that is true. And then they weren't even healthy at the new year. They became healthy halfway through January. Yeah. So I don't. I'm. I'm just saying I haven't watched them, so I can't like say like how they look. Um. Uh, I definitely want to watch them though. That's one of the first teams I want to watch. Uh, yeah. Starting during All Star break, I'll, I want to watch a few teams. Their last few games, yeah. they're definitely one of them. Um, but I, I just like the, that stat that I saw, like that kind of just threw me off with everything. But what? not to discredit them, but thirty-five and seventeen record, second in the East, is very impressive. Yeah. How do you feel about the Knicks then? That's what I was. I was gonna. Um, I was originally going to start it by asking you uh, the top three winners of the trade deadline. And they were going to be. Well, they're the my, winner. Mm, I think they're my second winner. I have Dallas as my big winner. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, not they're, they're at least. They're at least. I think that they're the top two at the deadline. I, I'm with you. We could go about that. Like, let's talk about the Knicks yeah. they did, and then we'll talk about because I was actually able to watch both these teams, so I could talk a little bit. I I watched I watched the highlights of the Knicks uh, Rockets game, but uh, Great game. they weren't health they weren't healthy. So it was a good game. Like that's the thing. Yeah, but you can't you can't like I mean you see how they fit in the system, um, and yeah. you could imagine how good it's going to be with with Randall and uh, Ananobi back. And Mitchell Robinson, but uh, um, so the Knicks traded with the had a big trade with the Detroit Pistons, uh, sending out Quentin Grimes and salary fillers from Evan Fournier. He wasn't playing um, for uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich and uh, Alec Burks. So two scorers off the bench. Alec Burks reunited with the New York Knicks. Um, and then you got Bogdanovich, who's 20-point-per-game scorer. Uh, he came in, and his impact, from what I saw from that first game, was pretty big. Um, or, uh, I thought you were freezing your No, no, I'm just saying he could. They're two guys that could just fill it up off the bench, which is what they were missing. Um, so you're saying the starters are going to stay – with yeah, I don't think I don't think the starters change at all because DiVincenzo's been playing out of his phenomenal. mind with them. Phenomenal. Um, Josh Hart, you can't like he's that engine. Uh, he's the one that got, I was gonna ask about. I don't I don't think you take Josh Hart out of the starting five, but because you're taking him out and you're adding 
Does he start? Just an offensive player? What? Does he start? Who? Josh Hart. I think he will. Oh, no, 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 no. He won't. I was thinking about it. I was just taking out Sims and because it's OG. Achua. OG. It'll be yeah. OG will start above him. Yeah. No, that's on me. Um, OG. You know, he'll be off the bench. That bench might. That's like the best bench in the NBA. They're starting their so after the deadline. Uh, their best lineup, or after? Uh, yeah, we'll just say after the deadline. It's been Brunson, Divincenzo, OG, Randall, and uh, Hart, uh, Hart and Stein. Mm-hmm. Hart and Stein at the five because Mitchell's been out. Um, there's no lineup data really on like the new guys, but I do see a lot of Josh Hart probably at the four and five. I see a lot of small ball, yeah. Small ball. You have Jericho, Sims. but then you got you got a Chua too. And you're playing precious. pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I think it's that, gonna, that's going to be. They have fun. depth now. They have depth. This that's is something that they haven't. Like the OG trade was like, oh, okay, they might be a little thin, but now they just loaded up though. Like the point that they have eleven rotation guys, right? Uh, they um, got Randall, Randall Brunson, uh, OG Rob Mitchell Robinson, Divincenzo as the starters probably when fully healthy. If they ever get fully healthy, um, then off the bench you would have. Bogdanovich, um, Josh Hart, Alec Burks, Isaiah Hartenstein, Achua, and then Sims, too. So you got a really good three big man rotation if you wanted to stay traditional. Um, but then you also have that choice to go small with Achua, even at the center. He's 6 8 center. Um, and Josh Hart at the four with. Whoever else you want, yeah. You you have you have so much so many different op like. You're gonna be able to match up, or create, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be able to do so much. Um, and Mitchell Robinson for an update. The last update was on the sixth of February. Uh, he resumed on court activities, or he's going to resume on court activities after All Star Weekend. Um, they're projecting him to come back to the lineup. Uh end of the regular season so when he comes back they have their their guy the at the regular five. season what did he do bad ankle bad ankle uh, um even but even without him like they're really like you good. said Hart, hartenstein's been playing really good and then sims even has been playing pretty good in these minutes that they needed him to play um it's high all-star into this though jalen brunson should have been an all-star starter should he have over Dame? Yeah. Oh, over Dame. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It I, was, I was. I was. I was. Yeah, I was just thinking Halliburton. That's what. That's why the fan vote is silly, because like media pushes what they want. That's Stop. what I was telling you about my 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 little uh, text arguments today with what's better, college basketball or the NBA. Dude, um, everything even... was like, like one of the, one of the arguments that they said was uh, in college basketball teams don't try to lose, and I'm like, that's a thing of like that. That's a 
that's a thing of the past though because of the new lottery rules but that's a completely different story um all right to continue (laughs) next since january 1st they're 16 and 6 uh they have the seventh best offense third best defense over the last two weeks they've slid a little bit with injuries so i'm not really even going to say any of that they're in the bottom 10 of every category um but when healthy jalen brunson julius randall were playing at an all-star level dante divincenzo has been great isaiah hartenstein has been awesome uh and honestly i am more impressed with this knicks offense than anything else uh i think on the year they're a top 10 offense too so just uh the point that they're able to have a group that's able to do it in a modern way but also like unconventionally modern like a tibbs offense is not the the warriors or um the sacramento kings it's a it's pretty old school traditional they'll have some movement but at the end of the day these guys are touching paint and making plays for each other uh and it's fun to watch and they were rolling and i can't wait to see them healthy and i think that they're going to be able to make a lot of noise yeah, no, for sure. I think that I can't wait. Like you said, I can't wait to see them healthy. Uh, this was that was an early trade deadline day trade, um, and it was like I I I think I would put them as my second winners, but uh, still, like they got a lot better, and now they're put into that just off of on paper. Um, they're put into that um, contender category. Uh, wanna, we'll go. Because you start talking about the deadline, let's go to Dallas. Uh, yeah. Deadline, they pick up Daniel Gafford, PJ Washington. Um, gave up absolutely nothing. They gave up really nothing. Uh, Seth Curry might hurt a little bit not having him, but I think that they're livable. Uh, they're nine and twelve since January first. Over the last two weeks, they are five and two. Uh. They have the 14th offense and the sixth defense over the last two weeks. Um, I bet a lot of that has to do with the new five man in their last three games. Um, but let's talk about them. Go. Um, so I I was only able to watch a little bit of the Dallas versus Thunder game, which was Great their game. first game. Um, the first game PJ and Gafford played. Uh, but what was it their first like three plays that they were on the floor they got two lobs and uh throw ahead like head tap dunk for one two for Gafford one for PJ Washington uh it's just I I feel like Gafford just a right now a slightly better version of Derek Lively who's been phenomenal for them I think Derek Lively obviously has a higher ceiling um but we haven't seen Gafford play with somebody like a Luca or a Kyrie who's going to get Luca's lob game is just insane. And, uh, not only like he is Gafford. Yeah. I have it right in front of me. He's 25. Ah, I I didn't realize how young he is like long-term. If you're able to lock Daniel Gafford up in Dallas with Luca. Okay. That's, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that, um, not only was this a trade, two trades that made them top six uh, in contention, like one of those top six teams in contention in the West, uh, but also um, they're li- they got Luca, 
P.J. Washington, Daniel Gafford, Derek Lively, Josh Green. Um, Kyrie. No. Make me, let me make my point. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh uh, you're saying long-term. Omax, oh, Omax Prosper, Jaden Hardy. Um, yeah, that's it. All those guys are 25 and younger, and they're all rotation players right now for them. So if they could lock that up for the future – they're they're kind of like you're you're kind of setting up for Luca to be there, not not get mad with you guys. Um, Have the that's career. what the two trade two trades that kind of set that up. Uh, if they work out, like right now, like it's all hypothetical stuff. Uh, it'll be hard for two guys like Daniel Gafford and PJ Washington to leave situations where it wasn't the best. Um, PJ Washington spent his whole career in Washington or in uh, Charlotte, uh, which has been they they had one two two winning like not winning seasons, but made it to the play in two times while he was there. But it hasn't really been the best situation. And then Daniel Gafford from Washington, his whole time there really hasn't been in a good He's situation. So He's, they've had playoff runs. Has he been playing? He hasn't really been playing, though. He really only yeah, played the last two Westbrook years. Westbrook were a lob threat. Oh, he played when Westbrook was there? Yeah. I don't remember that. But it'll be, at least for this year, I think that they'll figure that out. And that's just like, that's like my only thing that I could think of that could be possibly a downfall. Um, Just joining a, going from a losing team to a winning team halfway through the year. Just, I think that's more of I a mean, PJ problem. I think it's more of a PJ Washington problem. Like, oh, that. I thought I was like, who are you talking about? PJ Tucker? No. <laughs> like, PJ yeah. Washington, um, I think it'll be a bigger adjustment. I think Daniel Gafford yeah. is going to play Daniel Gafford basketball, whether they're winning by 40, losing by 30, it, under 500, above 500 in the finals, in the first round. Like, he's going to play the same way. That's what. Yeah. I'm a huge Daniel Gafford fan. Um, yeah, I know. To, uh, I've, no, I was going to change. I was gonna, can, like, you going to, like, you got it. I was, uh, gonna I was say, just going to say, I was going to say that this, I have this over the Knicks um, trade deadline just because I feel like the quality of player in that, in this system is better. Like, I feel like they fit into the system better. The Knicks fit more of a need. Um, if you throw an OG and an OB in that, too like obviously they won the trade deadline but i'm just gonna say it was just that pistons trade if that's okay with you obviously um no problem but uh pj washington adds an upgrade of grant williams who was traded for pj washington um and then like i said earlier i think gafford's an upgrade of Derek lively but now you have a backup center that's you haven't had in years, uh, or basically and ever with Luca. They keep Powell, who's their culture guy. Dwight Powell, they didn't lose him. They also have Maxi Kleba there, um, and Maxi. like that. That's the, this is another team with that has upgraded their depth tremendously. Uh, you don't have to play somebody like an Omax Prosper. I mean, he's been in and out of the lineup. Um, if they can get healthy, it'll be fun to see the rotations. So oh, dang it, I backed out of this. Uh, 
but yeah, no, that's what, that's basically it. Like I had them. I do want to ask. So in the standings right now, the Mavs are seventh. They're game out of fifth with the Suns and Pelicans tied at five. Um, Where do you see them ending? Because I think I agree with you. They upgrade it. I think that they're going to win a lot more games post all-star. I think they have a chance to be like, if the Clippers lose a couple games, you could see them sliding in to that anywhere from three through six. Um, I am just, I just want to open the floor to see where you think that they can finish. Because I think now I would probably give them the edge over the Pels at least. I, I put them right behind the Suns. That's what the Suns' firepower is. I think, I think the lot. Suns are going to, well, okay. This is hard because I know the Suns' schedule coming up, like the last month of basketball for the Suns is just insane. They play like the Nuggets twice, the Clippers three times, the Thunder three times. But that says a lot to the rest of the West, though. So the rest, if that's the rest of the West, you're saying Denver's playing them twice. You got the Clippers playing the Suns twice or two or three. That's times. what the top the top of the West is going to be playing. I don't know the Mavs schedule, um, but like I was going to I was going to say that the Suns. I feel like the Suns, especially with how they've been playing over the last month and a half, could climb up into that fourth or third spot. Uh, They've been closing that gap slowly but surely between so, the Nuggets and Clippers. Dallas um, has an East Coast trip to end the month, and then they got the that that Suns game after All Star break is going to be a huge game. Oh, massive! First game back, huge game. So we're going to go. I'm going to look at March. Uh, they finish their East Coast trip, then they're home hosting. Basically, all East teams. They have mid-March, they got the Thunder, Nuggets, Jazz, twice, Kings, twice, Houston. Kind of favorable. Atlanta, Warriors, Houston again, Charlotte. And then they end the regular season with the Thunder. So they play some of the top, but it's not crazy. Isn't it's nothing like what the an East Coast an East Coast trip's tough. It's all starting just not being home like that. Let me let me read you the schedule starting at March twenty seventh. Okay, this is a little bit off topic, but we'll get back to it for the Suns. Um, Yes, Nuggets, Thunder. Pelicans, Cavs, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Clippers, Clippers, Kings, Timberwolves. <laughs> That's nuts, actually. That's brutal. And then you go into the playoffs. And then you're to the playoffs. That's tough. That's going to be insane. But that, that's going to shake up so much of the West in the last two weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if that – if that gap closes between – I feel like it's going to be – honestly, I think it's going to be a six-team race for the top – or I think the top two – I don't even know, though. I would I want to say the top two might separate themselves, but, I mean – No. No. I don't think so. No. I think the top six – this top six teams, I'm going to throw Dallas in there and have the Pels fall down to that seventh. So the Timberwolves, Thunder, uh, Clippers – Nuggets, Suns, and Mavericks. 
I think they're all going to be fighting for that seating up there just for them all to play each other. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna that's it's gonna be a crazy last month of basketball though. That's spicy, man. Mm-hmm. All right, I want I'm gonna flip gears. Let's talk about the Sixers. Have you watched much mm-hmm. injuries? Buddy Healed. I have. I wanted to watch Buddy Healed, but I have not watched much of the. We haven't seen. They buddy. have one. They have one twice. We haven't seen the Buddy Embiid duo yet, which is gonna be really freaking hard to guard. But since they've been hurt, the last since, like they've been hurt a lot of the new year. Uh, since January first, they're ten and eleven. Um, their twentieth offense, twenty fourth defense, three and four in their last two weeks. Um, I do think though that I want to talk more long term with this team. Embiid comes back. Maxi keeps playing at the level he's playing at. You added one of the best shooters in the league. Um, Nick Nurse has been coaching his butt off. Uh, where do you see this team going? Wait, do they know when Embiid's coming back? Um, I'll I'll do some digging, but if you have anything to um, work with. Well, I like the campaign edition. And they too. just added Kyle Lowry. They got him? Yeah, he got they got him off waivers. When? Uh, two days ago, a day ago. Really? Yeah. How come I didn't see this? <laughs> um. Well. Uh. Oh shoot! If they got Kyle Lowry, are they gonna? You think they'll buy out? What's his name? Campaign. Nah. You don't think so? They just trade it for him. I think you keep him for injury concerns. To be honest. Um. Okay, but all right. Embiid, is, point. Embiid was reported to miss at least six weeks, six to eight weeks by Shams. So that'll bring him back end of March. Uh, that was reported on the sixth. Um, so that'll get February to late March. Yeah. Okay. So um. Okay. Uh. That's actually it's tough. tough. It's tough to like that oh, top shoot, of the east a, is legit. That's who they're they got a tough schedule too. That's who they're playing. Basically the whole way till they play the top of the east and top of the west the whole way till the end of March. So I mean I think they drop. Uh I haven't okay, I haven't watched them, but from the stats, Buddy Heald has been playing good for them. He's scored 20 points every game he's played in his first three games with them. Um, campaign has looked pretty good. I have seen some stuff about him. Uh, but they do have a three-game lead on the Pacers and a three-and-a-half game lead on the Heat and uh, Orlando, uh, who are tied for seven and eight. I could see. I think they'll drop to six. By the time MB gets back, only one spot. Three games is a lot. It is a lot, but without Embiid, without Embiid, yeah, they won two. In, they beat the Cavs, beat the Cavs, the Wizards. Um, but they beat the Cavs without Embiid. Yeah. Um. They do. It's it's going to be tough. 
But I do only – I don't know. Because heat, heat are so up and down. They played really um, good last night. Yeah, but it, it depends on the day with Miami. You know that. I know. Because they played really good against the Magic, too. And then – actually, it was close against the Celtics. That wasn't a bad game. No, yeah. We're, we're back. Um, you're back. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say six. I think they get half of these games, and I don't – Indiana – Indiana's good, but and then Miami's up and down. Orlando, worst case they drop the eight. That's worst case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, worst case scenario. There's no way. They're what do you sliding. think? I don't. There's I, no I don't way they're an sliding to nine, but I do think that they'll end up in the play in. Like end of March, I think that they'll be seven or eight. That's so. But then, oh my gosh, could you imagine being a the Cavs having to play Embiid? Oh, first round? Buddy healed all them first round. <laughs> that, Nick Nurse that would, defense, too. That'd be brutal. That'd be absolutely brutal. But Okay, it, you want a hot take about standings in the East? This is a little bit off. and uh, I think the Knicks end up with the second seed. That's not that hot of a take. You don't think so? Three games back from the Cavs? When they're healthy, they're going to be the second seed. Okay. I think Boston. So Knicks, Knicks versus Boston or Knicks versus uh, Philly. Hmm. Hmm. Script writers, bro. You you saw the Super Bowl. <laughs> Everybody talking about. Oh, you want you want to hear my conspiracy theory about the NFL? Hmm. Um, that they paid Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift to date just to get the Super Bowl ratings up. Well, they've been dating. But they paid the well, yeah. But then they got them to the Super Bowl, and then paid them just to get because it was like the most viewed Super Bowl in forever. Really, I didn't. It I was didn't like see, I didn't see any of it. Yeah, the viewers or the viewership was up, but different sport. We've been off topic a lot today. Oh. We're just chopping, chopping and carrying, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I th- they're they're I don't know they're gonna drop. Unfortunately, but if you're Philly, it's unfortunate. Well, I don't know. Would you rather drop if you're Philly and play a Cleveland or New York? I would. I, I would rather than rather than playing. Well, you're gonna play one of them anyways, probably or Milwaukee. I would. I would drop, but I'd. I better not be in a spot where I have to play Boston. Yeah, you got to win that playing game. You definitely have to, but then let me look at the last uh, April. So say Embiid comes back first week of April. Um, you got Thunder, Miami, Grizzlies, Spurs, Pistons, Magic, Nets. Uh, yeah, you could, those are all winnable games, except for maybe the Thunder. Um, I don't. Maybe they. Maybe they drop and then climb back up to the six. I think they're going to end up in the six seed. Final answer. Okay. Looking at their schedule. All right. Fair enough. I just wanted to ask. Um, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. We talked about the middle of the West a little bit. Let's mm. go to the top. Mm. I hate the top. Um, why? Or the top? They don't lose. 
Like lose a game. They don't lose unless they play each other. Except for the Clippers. Clippers have dropped two in a row, right? Yep. No, one no, one, one two two of their last three. So they struggled with the Pistons. Let's <laughs> talk about those four guys. So we got Minnesota, OKC, Clips, and Denver. How do you think this is gonna shake out? If I'm Phoenix, Dallas, well, right now at least, Phoenix, Dallas, or New Orleans, or even Sacramento, I'm licking my chops at the Minnesota Timberwolves and Oklahoma City Thunder. Really? To meet up with them in the playoffs? You think so? I'm okay, gonna, maybe not the, let's maybe not the, the Pelicans. Entire play-in. Let's include the entire play-in slot. If I'm gold, if I'm the Golden State Warriors, I want to play the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, I think they would eat them alive, especially how they're playing right now. The yes. Warriors, yes. with Kaminga going crazy, and they're playing uh, really good. Steph playing a mate out of his mind, um, and they only have a game they... half on the Jazz. Keep messing up. They do only have, and then they're only a game behind the Lakers. Um, so yeah, they'll play if they will get out of the play. And I mean, that's without them climbing. I don't think they will climb because that middle of the pack has basically stayed still for a month and a half now. Yeah, uh, just switching between each other. Um, but I'm I'm if I'm one of those teams, or if I'm like, or I already said, if I'm Phoenix, New Orleans, Dallas, or Sacramento, I want. I would want to get OKC. I would want OKC to drop and then have the Nuggets and Clippers play each other in the second round. I would want Minnesota. I would not want OKC. Oh, but you think OKC, um, young team, first playoff series, playoff basketball is different than Shea's Shea's not getting those calls in the playoffs. I think Shea's going to still get 30. Shea's not getting those calls in the playoffs. He's going to get 30 however he needs to. He's not going to do those little, let me run down the lane and fall over and I'm going to get a call. And let's talk about their deadline. Adding Gordon Hayward. Adding, That's, uh, yeah, yeah. They signed Bismack Biombo too. They signed another vet, I think. Um, I think that they're poising themselves. Yeah, Bismack Biombo. Gordon Hayward. I know it's only two guys. Lou Dort's been to the playoffs. Shea's been to the playoffs. And I think just my opinion is that they have the talent and the style of play to disrupt anyone. And adding a few vets is just going to help them come April. And if I'm I'm not – I'm not hating on their talent. They're very talented. I'm just – I would want – especially if I'm, if I'm the Phoenix. If I'm in the play-in and I'm in that 7-8 seven, seven, game, I need to win because or because I think OKC is going to end up the one. That's my personal take. I think OKC ends up one. I think Denver is going to like build some momentum and end up two. And then I just want to be – Somewhere where I can get Minnesota. That's personal opinion. I, maybe Anthony Edwards proves, proves me wrong in the playoffs. I'd be happy to see that. I uh, love how he plays. Love what Minnesota is doing right now. But in terms of playoff equity, I think OKC plays such a unique style that I wouldn't want to see them. Unless if I'm the Lakers who have a really good big 
if I'm Sacramento, I could roll with Sabonis. I think Sabonis could give them issues. But I think other than that, you're kind of sitting there like, oh, like we're gonna have a we're gonna have to figure this out. Like that's just my I think t- if I'm if I'm Phoenix, I want them. I'd rather I'd rather Minnesota if I'm Phoenix, but I would want OKC. I would be okay up, rather than think rather about the than the alternative. The think about the top of the West. You match up better with OKC than you do anyone else. <laughs> like out of those four, Are, you're talking Phoenix. Phoenix matches up best with OKC. No, I, they match up best with Minnesota. Minnesota is just so weird that I think anyone has that because of the too big thing. I think that anyone has an advantage because nobody else does that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like straight matchup, matchup. I think y'all would rather OKC over Minnesota just to have like, I'm guarding this guy. And it's like, we know each other by the time game five rolls around like that's what i'm saying and i think like you don't have somebody to deal with Jokic. you don't have somebody to actually you match up really well with uh the clips no no phoenix yeah the suns don't i nobody matches up with the clips i really think the clippers come out of the west Wow. Still, I still think that unless they prove until they prove me wrong of having a stretch of bad games, um, I still think they're coming out of the, barring any injuries too. Um, so you don't think you match up well with them? I don't think anybody matches up well. Nobody has two perimeter or three peri- elite perimeter defenders that could guard. Who's all their of third? Them. There's going to be. Harden, Kawhi, and PG. Defender. Huh? Are you saying no, no, no? Nobody has three, three. Oh, good, to guard good them. enough to guard them. So you're saying if you started a Kogi, you would have to start a Kogi. You would have you to start small. You don't trust Book and KD. I don't trust Book to guard them. No, really. I I trust KD. I trust KD, I trust Royce O'Neal, and I trust Josh Akogi. That's three, if I can count. That's three, but I don't think that they – let me tell you, I love Royce O'Neal. Well, yeah, he fits. <laughs> He's what you needed. He is what... And then David – I think David Roddy has a chance to actually give you some minutes. I don't, I don't think they're going to give him any minutes, but um, did you see that Sacramento game at all? Y'all versus – no, I didn't. The shot making in that, both sides. I heard it was a fourth quarter like offensive masterclass. Yeah, it was basically like the Suns Warriors game. Just Suns came out on top and didn't mess up at the end. But uh, yeah, I don't. So you're saying, where do you think the Clippers end in terms of standings? Then top two. I hope. I hope they don't end four. <laughs> hope okay. I think it's going to end up being OKC, Clippers, Minnesota, Denver, Phoenix, Dallas. 
I think it ends up OKC, Denver, Clips, Minnesota, Dallas, Phoenix. That's 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 respectable, considering Phoenix is. That's also saying Minnesota is going to slide a good bit. I don't know their schedule. It's not even a good. There's two games. Oh yeah, between them and the games. four. Yeah, I did, yeah. It's not even crazy. I just think <laughs> the closer we get to April, the better Denver's going to play. That's like my opinion. And I think that they'll end up playing better than the Clippers to end the regular season. Mm. I think OKC is going to be OKC. Mm. Mm. And, and, and I think that Phoenix whoops on the Timberwolves two times to end the year. You might need that. That might put you at four. I don't, they got to close this gap right now. They got a chance to do it too, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, no, it's gonna. It, that's that that shakeup. The top seven really. It's gonna be pretty. You, know, you could even throw eight. You could throw Sacramento in there. It's gonna be really interesting. Do you think? Say the plans stay or switch out Dallas and New Orleans. Say the plan stays those four teams of New Orleans, Sacramento, Lakers, and Golden State. Who comes out of that four? New Orleans. That's an, that's an elite plan. I'll take New Orleans at the seven. Ooh. Because that's that would be New Orleans and Sacramento play. And then the for the seven seed. Like and then the, the Lakers <laughs> Golden State tough. plays. And then the winner of that plays the Kings, if you're saying New Orleans is coming out. Mm-hmm. That is tough. It's just one game, too, man. One game, Golden State, Lakers. I think the Warriors. I'm thinking Golden State. Yeah, I'm thinking Golden State. Curry revenge from a few years ago. And then I think the Warriors beat Sack. Mm. Dude, just watching Sacramento's shot making last game or last night. Do you think, all right, I'm going to, this is going back to the college NBA thing. Do you think us being around college ball and in it right now, that when we watch NBA, we have just a lens of like, oh my God, these guys are really good. <laughs> I think a little bit. Well, I think it's just a little bit more eye-opening just being around it all the time and seeing that. Um, but I think more so for you, because I have that no matter what level, like if I watch D1 basketball, I say the same thing. Yeah, because like, you know, but um, yeah, I don't know though, because like, like, I don't. I feel like no matter what, I'd say the same thing, especially about like what the Kings were making last night, the shots that they were making. Like three minutes left, Monk drives down the the lane line, bumps into. I think Nurkic was on him. Bumps into Nurkic, does a little like, like a little hook shot thing, high off the glass and in. I was like, oh my lord! They're the best. And then Katie, the Katie comes, Katie comes right down, does a hezy cross into a pull up like two seconds later. And I'm like, and then I was, I was thinking, I was like, if I wasn't a Suns fan, do you know how annoyed I would be watching Kevin Durant play my team? Because like you can't do anything there. No matter how good, unless you double, 
no matter how good defense you play. It's like it all goes back to that Brooklyn-Milwaukee series. Mm-hmm. Like what PJ said, it's like you just got to guard him and hope they miss. Hope he misses, yeah. That's, but, like, there's there's so many players like that, though. Like Curry, Curry the past few weeks or past week, week and a half. Um, Luka, 97% of the time. Um, Kawhi. Shea. Kawhi. Um, I'm I'm not I'm never giving Shea credit because he gets ninety ninety nine percent of his points from the foul line. Like it's it's just so annoying to watch. Like how could you be a fan of a player and you're like I want to model my game after Shea Gilgis Alexander. I just want to get the line seventeen times a game. Let's go to their last game. Let's look at the stats against the uh, the Orlando Magic here. Now Jay William or Jalen Williams. That's a guy right there. That's a stud. Ten free throws out of his – oh, he had 32. Wow. He's in – 11 field goals. That's pretty solid. 97th percentile at shooting fouled percentage. So that's the number of shot attempts he's fouled on, which is 15.9%, which is down 4% from last year. Shout out NBA refs buckling down. <laughs> on this blasphemy of shooting 17 free throws a game from one player. He shoots the same amount of free throws as some NBA teams per game. The thing, though, is, is like, think about Harden in his prime. It was worse. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is really, like, one of the guys that does this a lot. But Jimmy Butler does it in a correct way. Shea just runs into people and falls over. It's like the Giannis effect. I don't think he does like that, though. He does. Because he's crafty. No, Jimmy's crafty. Jimmy gets people in the air and then bumps into them. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy does Jimmy does the Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Shay, not so much. I don't know. Shay, Shay's closer to Harden, where it's just those annoying fouls. That, like he just finds in the rule books that oh well that's not that's not a foul or that's not illegal for me so why don't I? <sighs> Who do you think's the MVP right now? Um, going into All Star break, who's your MVP? I think I'd go Shay. What is your fascination with Shea Gilders Alexander? He's the best team in the West, best player on the best team. Not the best team currently in the standings. I mean second. And best. that doesn't so 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 why did Devin Booker not win a few years ago when he was the best team in the NBA? All right. Best player on the best team. Actual answer, Joel Embiid, but he's hurt for too much now. I'm he was taking the most dominant Durant. player in basketball. I think Kevin Durant's the MVP. Wow. Kevin Durant's all NBA defender. Wow. He's, he's led this he's he hasn't been out much. He's led that team for majority of the season with Devin Booker and Bradley Beal both being out a ton. And he's averaging 30 points a game still. So the favorite for MVP right now based on DraftKings is Nikola Jokic. 
Second place. Three times in a row. Second place is Shea. Third is Giannis. Fourth is Luka. Fifth is Kawhi. Sixth is Jalen Brunson. Seventh, Jason Tatum. Eighth, Sabonis. Nine, Donovan Mitchell. What is with this Kevin Durant hate? KD is next at a plus 15,000. I'm taking that if I was able to bet. Um, I think I I'm actually taking I Kevin do think, Durant. I do think if Jokic just quietly keeps getting triple doubles, he's going to get it. And if Denver ends in the top three. Did you know Sabonis leads the league in triple doubles? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Um, but he's like 20 something, too. It's pretty crazy. Um, Kevin Durant deserves more love. But I do, I think Brunson should be top. He should be finished top five. I do. I agree. I agree. And then, honestly, I think Luca. Luca's like top two right now. I said this order, correct? Jokic, Shea, Giannis, Luca, Kawhi. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Yeah. That's the order. I think officially. Yeah. I don't think I don't. Well, Kawhi's been playing pretty good the past. He's been playing like since they started. He has. He has. Then he's. But, been I don't know. I think it'll end up being Luca. There we go. That's my real take. But I think it should be Kevin Durant. I could see it being Luca. Because I don't think that they're going to want to give it to Jokic three straight times. That's fine. And then I don't think there's enough hype around OKC to give it to enough media hype to give it to Shea. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But you got anything else you want to chat? I'm I'm good. We did. That was a full hour. Pretty it was much. A full hour. Um, so we'll let you guys go and stop having to hear from us. But hopefully you enjoyed what you heard from us. Uh make sure to tune back in next week at some point. Uh we're gonna figure out a better schedule, like Josh said, to open the pod. But uh, videos are coming shortly also. Stay tuned in on Twitter. I get to stay pretty active on there. Instagram, I try to stay decently active just on stories. But until next time, peace.